0: Are You There World? It's me, Taylor, job journey from a Clueless graduating senior. And today I'm talking to Sabrina Marr. She's the founder of Yoga Mare and also happens to be an Olympic athlete. Her company offers yoga retreats in the Hamptons, Palm Beach, and in Switzerland. The goal is to help customers relax, unwind, and reconnect with nature and their health. So thank you so much for wanting to be on my podcast.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you to you, Taylor, for having me today.
0: How, how did Marie kind of come about? Like what, what does your role currently look like?
1: Okay. So it's a little bit of a long story, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's, uh, it's not my first career. So my uh, academic background is in law. And then I spent 18 years in finance in New York city. And, uh, like in 2016, I got married. And so I quit my job in finance. And um, because I was trying to get a better uh, schedule for me and my husband. And uh, but then one month later, he lost his job. So it was a little bit of a challenging time that time between mm-hmm. then where I, I, I quit my job and the time that you know, he lost his job and then after we went from two lucrative jobs to zero jobs. But one thing that I realized there is that um, I had to capitalize on a resource that I did have, uh, which was time. Uh, so I, I, uh, I knew I had time and uh, I wanted to do something that I was passionate about. And um, I, like you said, I was, uh, I didn't go to the Olympics, but I was a, a gymnast that traveled the world. In competitions, I represented Switzerland at the European Championship, World Championship. So anything that you know was physical activities was something that I was absolutely passionate about. And also over the years, I had developed like a true sense of passion for, uh, in general, just like well-being, um, healthy lifestyle, and um, and so yoga just kind of like checked all those marks for me. Uh, it was not just the physical activity. it was also about finding uh, mental stillness and uh, quiet and uh, uh, you know, like just like a, a support for a healthy and peaceful living. So uh, I did my yoga teacher training in in Florida, and then I went to India for another yoga teacher training. And um, yeah, by that time, I had moved from New York City to the Hamptons. That's where I currently mm-hmm. live with my husband. We had three little cottages on a property, like right by the ocean, by the, the sea and by the beach, which is beautiful. And um, I figure, you know, that would be something that people like to do. And I started doing yoga retreats. And it, that is something that immediately took off. It was really like, it was such a success from the beginning. Um, I found a, a good way to advertise it and uh, I just always had people who come out for like the weekend they usually come on Thursday and then uh, they stay until Sunday we do yoga we eat healthy food we take uh, walks on the beach we meditate and that's the yoga retreats that's what yoga Mari is all about
0: really nice I love yoga I've definitely gotten more into it since the pandemic <laughs>
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, because it's something that you can do from home now, actually, because the pandemic actually uh, was not helpful for the right. yoga retreats. So I started teaching online, which was nice because I was able to have, you know, more regular clients and I teach online with another organization. Uh, it's called Ola Kaola. They provide uh, the technology, uh, so the platform for me to be able to uh, teach online.
0: Mm-hmm. So I know you kind of mentioned before, I know I'm like rewinding a little bit, but before creating your own yoga company, you worked in finance with a background in law. Like, how was the transition from that to owning Yogamare? Mare?
1: Yes. Um, okay. So uh, first of all, the first transition, I, I went to law school in mm-hmm. Switzerland. So from there, I came to New York and uh, I fell in love with New York. I decided that I wanted to stay in New York. So I found a way to stay in New York by uh, starting working in a bank. I figured, you know, I can use my, if not my law background, for sure, the languages, because it was a, an international bank. So I was able to use my Italian, German, French, and English. And, uh, and then I started little by little. My career at the bank was really like, from starting really low, But I was lucky because I had a boss who believed in me and he helped me I went to school at night and uh, so little by little promotion after promotion I became like a director of of the bank and I had my own client and I grew my own portfolio and and that was all wonderful but then um, like about 15 years into my career Um, There were a lot of mergers happening, you know, and then the financial crisis and all of that. I didn't lose my job, but worse, my boss lost his job. Mm. And uh, it's always hard. I heard that from so many people that uh, when someone takes over and now basically you are in a new team with a new boss that didn't hire you, it's really, really hard to make it work. I thought I can make it work because I'm a pretty easy going person. I thought, you know, I can adapt, I can adjust, um, but it didn't really work. So, but still I stayed and then, uh, but then I got married and uh, my husband just kind of like, was like the, you know the last push that yeah. I needed to just kind of let it go. Sometimes, you know, it. I always say you have to try to overcome obstacles. But sometimes it's just like a door that closes in front of you and, and maybe you have to keep that door closed and then go and open another door. And that was that process for me that I decided to quit finance and, um, you know, uh, just do something that I loved more. Now, clearly, they're like very different paychecks, finance and yoga. So uh, there is that, that uh, part that you need to keep in mind. But um, by that time, I was able to, uh, you know, capitalize on some other investments that I had, that, had done. I had my apartment in the city that I sold. And uh, so now I make less money, but I'm more happy.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's really important. <laughs> I like what you said. One door clo- closes, another door opens. That's definitely good advice and something to keep in mind
1: absolutely now
0: that you have this new open door of owning your own company like what what is that like kind of being in charge of your own
1: business yes okay (laughs) now the the other thing is like when you have your own company you know you have a lot of freedom and all is wonderful and it's your own company and uh so the yoga retreat part was going really really well uh but then you have to be prepared for setbacks, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, that that will happen. So you have to be resilient. Uh, the pandemic did not help uh, for the retreats because uh, uh, our philosophy was like a shared house, a shared bathrooms, right. shared everything. You know, it was it was definitely geared towards. It, everybody even though it was in the Hampton so we were able to offer like a uh, like a luxury de- destination but uh, you know our accommodation was more like just a simple cottage by the sea so everything was shared so that kind of almost went away with the pandemic and uh, so then I started teaching online which was uh, important for me um, to stay relevant to keep showing that you know i was teaching yoga and then uh, i was doing it online so i grew a little bit of a community with my own students also i uh, i now work with another platform it's called ola kaola and they don't only offer yoga they also offer any kind of fitness actually yoga is just a side uh class that they offer but they It's actually a very good platform that um, it's geared towards women over 40, women who are going through menopause. And so we do a lot of like Pilates and also we do meditation, we do uh, pelvic floor health exercises. So it's really geared towards women over 40 and women who are going through menopause and of course yoga and all of that, it's part of that. And that's you know something that I developed during the pandemic. We do it online through Zoom, so we can reach uh, women all over the country. Um, but now that you know um, getting together, it's it's okay again. I definitely want to go back to yoga retreats, hosting yoga retreats again, um, because that's something that um, I mean it, it was uh, it was very successful. People absolutely loved it, they need it. And just today I was reading again, how you know, um, mental health is such a issue in the United States and uh, um, you know, being isolated for such a long time has created a lot of um, mental health issues. It's hard for people to get back. And, and so um, yoga definitely helps with that. Um, and uh, being able to do it we, we do yoga outside on the beach on the lawn and also to get people together and start sharing uh, emotions and and experiences uh, it's it's very healing and uh, and the healing part is what you know it's so important for me it's not just like the physical part is about um, providing a platform where people feel safe to explore their their um, Challenging to, challenges to share that and to learn and grow together okay not like I'm like a like the teacher and the student but just everybody together uh grow together and 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 feel better just feel better you know
0: yeah that's that's great I mean your company sounds so cool like who doesn't want to you know embark on a four or six day yoga retreat
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah it's really good
0: Do you have like a favorite thing about your job or is, you know, I know you mentioned how important it is to you that your company helps to heal people like.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. What I like about my job now is that I was able to find a a combinations of things that I am passionate about, because like I say, like the the physical aspect and the mental aspect were both things that I, I was very passionate about. Uh, also when I, uh, was, I was in the city, I was working in finance, I had developed like a side little activity, which was events. I always loved events. So I was helping, um, non organization organizing their own gala or events or whatever. And hosting a retreat is very much like hosting an event, you know, you yeah. have to get it, you know, on the same, uh, wavelength of your guests. And uh, make sure that everybody's good, and then there will always be like like the shining star or the ones that is more like you know shy, and uh, so you have to find a balance for all of that, and just make sure that everyone has its own time to shine, and own time to be introspective and look inside. That's very much part of the healing process. And um, so, just recently, I actually hosted a bachelorette party. And they absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they came for the weekend, and uh, it was not so much about health food in that case. You know, you have to be able to adjust. So, uh, Saturday night, of course, we had our party. We, we had a little bit of drinking. <laughs> you know, but then you wake up, and in this beautiful setting, we did yoga. So. You know, what I like the most is be able to just tap into my creativity Mm -hmm. and the sky's the limit. You know, it doesn't have to be only this, it can be also this or something else. Every time is a little bit something else, and that I love about it.
0: Yeah, I love event planning. Um, I know I mentioned this to you earlier, but I go to school at Tulane in New Orleans and there are so many festivals in New Orleans, like I think they say there are more festivals here than days of the year. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've had a a really good time in my past four years going to all the festivals. But I've also, you know, gone to volunteer at some festivals and work in some festivals. And I think that event planning thing is is so fun. Like you can kind of, you know, see the vision from start to finish and it's creative. It's fun.
1: It it is so much fun. So much fun. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, if I had to start all over again, that's definitely one field that, that I would want to go uh, into. It's, it's just so much fun. And like you say, you see from start to finish, you see, you know, the creation of a beautiful event and, and then people having fun. What's not to love about it? It's, it's great. And most of the time it's linked to some charity uh or a fundraiser, fundraising fundraising uh, event which on top of it you do something good for for an organization that needs it yeah. yeah
0: definitely that's great do you have any advice for someone trying to break into your industry or even advice for somebody who's wanting to start their own company
1: yes i mean um And, you know, like, like you heard, I've been through many different industries. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I think that, um, it, it goes across industries that it's a little bit, um, you know, it goes, it's important for everybody. I mean, I, I don't know what the most important, uh, Uh, advice would be certainly be patient Uh, you know be patient because if I look back now you know when I was there everything seemed like oh no I can't wait that time to get there I can't wait to you know it always seemed like it would have taken too long to get to the next step but if I look back now I you know many things I did them very very fast even though back then it sounded like you know, it would take forever. Mm -hmm. So um, if you, okay, so there are two things. If you enter into an organization, and it's funny because I was recently talking to a young person, like you're a a little bit older. She's already working. She's uh, in uh, advertising, social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So she uh, was working for, I I don't remember the platform before, but now she's with Snapchat. Okay. So she does social media for. Really social. cool. Yeah, very cool, very cool. And uh, what was it? Uh, what's that platform for, like ordering food online? Grab, Grab, GrabHub. Hub? Yeah, GrabHub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was working for that one before. Okay, Nice. Right. So and uh, so and I remember me too. I in the beginning I thought that um, promotions are something that you receive when you do a good job. You know, like you receive a good grade when you do a good, when you write a good paper in school, right? I thought that's how it works. And in, in, in a professional setting, that's not really how it works. Okay. <laughs> you have to ask, you have to ask, 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 ask. Don't be afraid okay. to ask, okay? You have to ask for your raise. You have to ask for your promotions. And then of course, you know, you have to show that you are worthy of it. the 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 hard job job hard work is always first but then you have to ask for a promotion you have to ask for a raise and own it know that you deserve it okay i didn't know that in the beginning but uh, i learned it and it's important and it's not about being cocky or being arrogant it's about uh, letting your boss know that you are ready for that next job. You're ready for the next promotion because they, they don't know. They have a lot of people who work for, for them. They don't know which one is ready. So you have to let them know. And then uh, I remember when I was young, uh, you know, just starting out working and, uh, and I was totally inexperienced and they sent me abroad for a business trip. They sent me to Germany and was completely terrified terrified to, you know, to go to a client meeting and, and um, I mean, my advice would be, don't be terrified, but I know that it's easier said than done. You're still going to be terrified, but um, just uh, ask for help. Like in my case, um, you know, you never really go alone to a client meeting. So I was going with a client, with a colleague from Germany, because it was a business trip in Germany at that time. And I remember he told me, you know, Sabrina, this job is whatever this job you want to be. Yeah, no, there is, yes, there is like a job description, but then it's it's you who's going to fill the gaps, who's going to make this job the job that it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's oftentimes it's just like a white canvas, not white. There are some drawings, <laughs> but it's it's up, it's up to you to fill it with colors, to fill it, to make it, you know, to make it exactly the way you like it. Because for me, meeting with the clients, what was what made my job so interesting, because you know you meet with like the CEO of companies, like entrepreneur founders and leaders mm-hmm. and that part was the best part of my job so I had to be able to get in so and get going with this other um colleague and, and he told me you know it, it is what you want it to be what you make it and it's not always possible but try you know like you try today it's not working tomorrow is not working maybe next week it's working mm-hmm. and and that's how you can put color on your canvas. And um, so, don't don't be stuck with whatever your uh, company tells you about your job. Be creative. Good luck with your podcast. It sounds wonderful.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for talking to me.